0: Today on Home Care Heroes, we're introducing you to Cheryl Hammonds, who can help you get more customers from the Veterans Administration. We all know that people love to work with agencies who help veterans. Enjoy.
1: Welcome to the Home Care Heroes podcast, featuring trending topics and practical wisdom for success in home care. Here's your host, Ken Accardi. Well,
0: welcome back to Home Care Heroes. It's great to have today. Our guest is Cheryl Hammonds, and Cheryl's from Veterans Care Coordination. She's the Strategic Partnership Director there, and uh, so hello, Cheryl. How are you today? I'm
1: great. How are you?
0: Good. Thanks again for being here today. So I, I see that your title it says uh, Cheryl Hammonds, CFE, CSA, and I know that um, you know like sometimes we see like RN, we know that's registered nurse or MD or things like that. So. I wasn't sure what CFE and CSA are. Could you tell us what, what those are?
1: CFE stands for Certified Franchise Executive. Um, for many years, I worked in a, a franchise system. Uh, we still support that franchise system through Veterans Care Coordination. Um, a lot of home care agencies are franchised. And so I am a certified franchise executive. And CSA stands for Certified Senior Advisor. And it is an organization out of... Um, Colorado that uh, does quite extensive training on uh, what it's like to be a senior and gives you sort of an overview of all of the senior services, not just the home care, but uh, anything that has to do with seniors. And we all work together of continuing education. So that's what they stand for.
0: Fantastic. Well, Home Care Heroes is all about, you know, we consider anybody who helps take care of our elderly or our disabled and keep them living in their home instead of institutional care. We consider them to be our heroes, and you know, we want to make life easier for those heroes and help them in every way possible. So, thanks for having that fantastic background and everything that you do. Just to kind of introduce this segment, we talk about different topics, and this is really one about, you know, growing your agency, and and more specifically, when we start. Working with, you know, one of our customers who uses Ancoda software, you're generally or the agency is generally you know, saying, oh, like I'm a I'm a Medicaid agency. You know, we get, we do all of our work with, um, you know, with Medicaid or or we, you know, are a private duty agency. You know, it's all private pay. We have maybe a little bit of long term care insurance and that type of thing. And, um, you know, what I think a lot of agencies don't really recognize is there's a lot of other sources of income out there. And they just don't really know how to tap into them. So there's sometimes county programs or, you know, special programs out of the area, Agency on Aging and things like that. But you specifically work in the area of, you know, helping veterans and surviving spouses get home care benefits and that type of thing. So why don't you start by telling us, like, what does it take, or, you know, I guess what kind of home care benefits can a veteran or their surviving spouses get and what do they need to Uh, You know, how do they need to qualify for those benefits?
1: Well, there's a little known benefit called the pension with aid and attendance, and it is for wartime veterans. So anyone who served at least one day during a war period and at least 90 days of active duty prior to 1980. Anything after 1980 is 24 24 months of uh, active duty and one day during a war period. So that's World War II. Uh, Korean conflict, the Vietnam era, and then of course the um, Gulf War, which is still not uh, designated as over yet. So anything in that period uh, would then meet that qualification. There's also a need space. They need to uh, have to have a need for uh, assistance with activities of daily living and it primarily need to be non-service related. So like Alzheimer's, heart disease, um, diabetes, those kind of things that were not necessarily um, service-related. And then their asset level needs to be below $130,773, and that excludes a home and two acres of land and a car. Uh, So if their assets are below that, they're, they're a wartime veteran, and they're... The last one really is that income to medical expense ratio. So for instance, say you get $1,000 a month, your medical expenses, which are predictable and reoccurring, must exceed that $1,000. And so that's where this benefit comes in because it will put uh, primarily home care in place and uh, take that expense off of the plate of the family, particularly. Uh, so it's a great benefit. It's a lifetime benefit as long as you stay within the parameters of the benefit. And it, it, it is also tra- it for senior, excuse me, surviving spouses are eligible for that as long as they have not remarried and were married at, with the veteran at the time of his death.
0: Okay, let me uh, let me just kind of recap. There's been a lot here to unpack here. It so is. it sounds like, <laughs> so first of all, I mean, a big takeaway message is, it's it's a great benefit, but it's a hard benefit to qualify for and to stay qualified for. So so that's an important thing. So it sounds like to qualify, you have to have served, and the right time. You have to have you know needs for help with activities of daily living, and you need to be in a financial situation where, I hate to say it, but it sounds like you're a little bit underwater uh, based on your benefits and. So I guess you gave an example of, you know, if they're getting a thousand dollars a month and then they need care, uh, you know, their care is probably going to cost over a thousand dollars a month. So it sounds like you have this program that can help get that cost of that care is not you know, going to be the burden on the family anymore. It's going to be something that the veterans will, will pay if they qualify and stay qualified. OK, so, um, so I, I've seen you nodding a lot, which uh, is amazing. I think I'm getting it. Uh, perfect. But now, like you know, kind of tell us a little bit more. Like, how does the program, you know, work? And like, how does Veterans Care Coordination work with a home care agency to make this happen? Well, we
1: partner with home care agencies across the United States. We we vet them. They have to meet um, requirements uh, through insurance, uh, liability insurance, and workers' comp. Um, We have some certain conditions because we only want to work with people who are going to provide the most quality care for our veterans that deserve that kind of care. And so kind of take you briefly through what happens. Uh, We provide a lot of marketing materials to our partners so that they can blanket their community and really reach all veterans, not just veterans who uh, apply for this or, or possibly could get this benefit. So we really want to reach all veterans. One out of 10 veterans will qualify. You're right. It's a a difficult one to uh, qualify for. But there are only about 3% of veterans who would qualify even know about this benefit. So we work really hard working through agencies and through ourselves to really educate people about the benefit. They call us. They send us the information about the veteran. We take kind of over at that point for this benefit. We walk through it with them. It can be very complicated and very cumbersome to do it. So we work through the process of the application. Now, what we do, which is unique, um, is that a lot of times the care needs to be in place before they can qualify for the benefit. So that's a catch 22 kind of thing because they don't have the money for it, but they need to have it. And so we have a Care Advance loan um, that is interest free that we can do, give to the, the veteran so they can start the care. Now, once they get the application in place, um, we're, we're averaging about three to four months before um, we get an answer, which we're at 99.5% approval. So we kind of know by the time we put them in, whether they're out, actually eligible or not. Saves a family a lot of stress and it takes the stress off the agency as well. And so once they're approved, Monies are paid retroactive back to the to the date first day of the month following the application. So, say today I put an application in for a veteran and they get approved, they'll pay back funds all the way to January 1st. So we try to start the care around that period so there's little to no in uh, out of pocket expense for the veteran or the family, and then the loan is satisfied and we move forward. So it's a great thing for veterans, especially if they can't
0: afford the care. Okay, got it. So let me try to recap again. So it sounds like, you know, again, there's this this big catch-22 is that they have to have the service. They have to you know, sort of be spending beyond their means already to get it, and they can't spend beyond their means. So that becomes a barrier, and that's a barrier that you help them get over through this loan. And it sounds like, I mean, the, the You know, the payback is pretty well guaranteed because you have, like you said, a 99 plus percent um, rate of people who actually get the benefit. But I'm a little confused on the timing because I think you said it takes like three to four months and and it kind of dates back to, I guess, the the first of the month after the application is put in. So we're actually speaking, you know, and we we never know when people are going to listen to the podcast, but we're speaking right before the end of the year, Christmas week. And you're saying so if somebody put in their application today, that they would be they could be reimbursed through uh, you know back through January 1st of 2020, and maybe they would get that approval. Oh, no. In March. Okay. No. 2021. 2021. Got it. Yeah. yeah sorry. Right. That's what I meant to say. Okay. Yeah. So um, so got it. So they put in the application today. You give them that you know loan to start their services. So so essentially. You know, you're giving that then that care advance loan, and that's paying for their services January, February, March, and then they get approved. And then, you know, then the veterans will basically pay that back. So that's how you guys end up whole. But you've gotten them over the hurdle and you've, you know, you've gotten that person uh, taken care of. So I, I feel like I heard um, a story where, like, you know, what happens when you know, like that individual has like a car that's been sitting around in their garage, right? And they're not driving anymore. And their grandson wants that car and and, that, and is willing to pay them $4,000. So, so they have this situation where it's like, hey, you know, we're going to, you're going to buy grandpa's car for $4,000. And I guess the veteran could get audited and that sort of thing. And then all of a sudden they find out that they, you know, because they sold their car that one at that one point, they're in trouble. I mean, is that something you guys could help with as well?
1: It it most certainly is. You know, up to the point where I just talked about getting approval, there are other organizations that can do that. There's attorneys who can do that. Um, People can try to do that on their own. Um, It's very complicated and can take a long time. Um, You know, we're, we're about a three to four month average because we have a team that basically calls and pushes that application through. Uh, And and they're regularly calling. And we have uh, really a dedicated team just to do that. But say we get through that, where I think we really shine is on the other side. And that is to help that client maintain the benefit. Because like I said, it is a lifetime benefit. So therefore, you want them to keep it for as long as they need it. So what we do in that situation is we work with that veteran to ensure that their income, their asset level doesn't fluctuate to a point that they can lose the benefit and ultimately have to pay it back or, um, you know, their their Social Security can actually be garnished uh, if they go back uh, and do that. I know a particular incident where Uh, We had this particular client, and they went into an assisted living facility. Now, once they do that, this this assisted living facility takes over managing the benefit. Um, They did not do a good job, and the veteran got uh, audited, and we were able to provide all of the documentation up to the point of that person going into the assisted living facility, but the assisted living facility could not satisfy that part. And they were going to have to go back and pay all of the monies back, which was like forty thousand mm-hmm. dollars. And so, and they—that's when I learned that they could actually garnish their social security. Fortunately, we were able to help that client um, with enough documentation and help the facility that that didn't happen. But it was a, it was a scary time for the family, and that's where I think we show the greatest value is helping that client maintain that benefit for as long as they need it.
0: Okay, wow. So so it's a hard benefit to qualify for. It's really hard to get uh, the application through and to be over the hurdle and, and have that ability to have, let's say, your home care in place before you get it. And then it's hard to maintain ongoing. So it sounds like um, you know, there's, there's really a lot of value from your organization providing that. And I think he told me the way you guys make money is that you're going to, you know, essentially be the the financial agent. You're going to bill the veterans, uh, the VA for the hours, and then the home care agency is going to get paid for the care. But you're going to take a margin on that. Right. So you're going to take a percentage of that payment. And it sounds like for everything you do, I mean, between, you know, getting them over the goal line, getting them the loan to get started, keeping them qualified it um it's it sounds like it's you know really really a great uh you know benefit is that did i get that correct
1: well it it works slightly different than that um it is a um it's it's a use it or lose it benefit so the actual monies go to the veteran we set up um an ACH we withdraw the funds from the veteran from the separate account and then we pay the agency so we don't necessarily bill the the VA mm-hmm. um We set up all of that between the veteran, the agency and and ourselves. It's it's essentially kind of like a a private pay option, um, but through a third party. But you're right. We take all the stress off the family and the agency. Um, You know, agencies have so much going on, especially during this pandemic, trying to find enough caregivers, making sure everybody's um, covered the shifts and, you know, trying to make a profit. And we take all of that stress off because, uh, unfortunately, in some parts of the country, uh, you know, VA payments are, are very slow and, you know, you're paying out the resources until you get payment. And that's something that we take on that risk and we pay our partners um, every 30 days once they've uh, started that initial 90 days. So, you know, they can they can count on that as long as they send us an invoice.
0: Right, perfect. Yeah, I was actually speaking to one of our clients the other day who, and I was, I didn't know that they used your service, and I asked them, uh, I was going to ask them if this would be something interesting to them, and they said, Oh my gosh, we work with them, and and it's amazing, you know, because you know, as you said, I mean, they get the client, they get them for a life, it's a lifetime benefit, they're getting paid every 30 days, whether the VA is ahead or behind, and that sort of thing, and and now I think when you work with a home care agency. Are you, you're, you know, like what you could be reimbursed for by the veterans in that state and you negotiate a rate. So there's no surprise. It's not like, you know, anything like that. Now, I guess in some areas, like if if the um, you know, if what the veterans will um, reimburse is, you know, just just kind of well below what the market is for caregivers. Like I, I think you told me that there's some geographic areas where you've had trouble, like, a you know, high very high pay, um, you know, or, or a high cost of living area like San Francisco or something. Did I get that right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's really tough. And they, you know, they already have um, pretty high minimum wage in that area. And unfortunately, the Department of Veteran Affairs sets the rate every year and it isn't set based on area. So obviously the cost of living in San, the San Francisco and the Bay Area is very expensive. Versus if you were in Knoxville, Tennessee, um, where the cost of living was would be extremely different. But the rate is the same. So in, there, so in some areas of the country, it's a little more challenging to get um, the hours. Uh, I know there was a show on television not too long ago where they had the same amount to spend on a house. And they would tell you what you could get in San Francisco. And this particular one was what you could get in Charleston, South Carolina. And it was a massive difference. Well, it's, it's similar in this situation. The amount of hours that the client can get for um, a month really depends on where they live.
0: Yeah, perfect. Um, it makes sense. I mean, it just makes sense that that's kind of how it is. But when you do find an agency that's going to be a good partner, and then you'll know what the rate is, and then you'll like set a rate with the agency. Is that how it works?
1: Yep. We set, uh, We have a contract with the agency. We contract a certain reimbursement rate with them, and then we uh, provide monthly campaigns for them, like next month is one of my favorite ones we do, and it's making 2021 uh, your senior's best year. And so we give tips on uh, ways that they can uh, really highlight some things for a senior to do or experience, even in light of a pandemic. And we do this. February is Heart Month, and we provide all of this material to our partners to be able to really educate their community about the pension with aid in attendance. And so it is a partnership. It's we're not a vendor. We don't want to be a vendor. We want to be a
0: partner. Yeah, fantastic. Okay, so let's say that uh, you know I run a Medicaid agency. I'm used to you know like some of I, I know that. You're not in Missouri, but your your company's in Missouri, mm-hmm. and I know, for example, that the consumer-directed services reimbursement rate in Missouri is around $16 an hour, and the uh, the in-home care reimbursement rates are you know somewhere between 16 and 20, a little bit closer to 20. But uh, but ultimately, you're able to you know try to figure out what the rates are and negotiate a rate, and and if they are doing you know Medicaid services and they're a, a solid agency and a in a rural area, it's probably going to work out. And then like, like we said, if you're you know right, you know, close to San Francisco, New York city, one of those kinds of things might be a little bit tougher, but um, so I guess if, if, let's say that an agency owner is listening to this and saying, Hey, you know, there's veterans in my area. I have relationships in the community. I'd like to see if we could, you know, get this help for these veterans and that sort of thing. Like, so what would they do next?
1: Well, they need to reach out to us and um, they could Call 855-380-4400, or they can email me at C-H-A-M-M-O-N-S, as in Sam, at V-C-C-H-C. And I'd be happy to talk to them about it. The beauty of what we do is the veteran does not have to use the VA medical program. So they don't have to go to VA doctors. They don't have to go to the VA hospital. And there are veterans everywhere. And sometimes you don't even realize that there are veterans. Um, My dad, it it was an Army veteran, but he never talks about it. You would never know he was in the Army. Matter of fact, um, you have to ask him. And then he'll go, oh, yeah, yeah, I was in the Army. And then you have surviving spouses. Say their spouse died 15 years ago. And they now need home care, but they don't know how they're going to pay for it. Uh, unless you ask, they may not even think to tell that their husband was a veteran or the wife was a veteran, and they may miss out on that benefit. The really the other good thing is in all states except Pennsylvania, uh, they can stack Medicaid hours on with this benefit. So then you may have uh, a client who's getting you know twenty hours a week and they may be able to get additional hours if they qualify for the benefit. You know, it sounds like it's hard to qualify, but we have served over 14,000 veterans with this benefit. So, it it is it it is narrow, but it people can qualify and they can keep it for the the remaining of their life.
0: All right, perfect. I think we'll kind of wrap it up there. So, it sounds like, you know, it's a great opportunity for a partnership with Veterans Care Coordination. I, we have Cheryl Hammonds Again, the phone number is 855-380-4400. Or you could email Cheryl, C Hammonds. that's C-H-A-M-M-O-N-S, at vcchc.com. Did I get that right? And then yeah, the website absolutely. as well is, okay, sorry. Sorry for talking over <laughs> you there, but uh, the website is vcchc.com. And they can yes. learn about more there. Great. Fantastic. Okay. All right, we're going to wrap it up there. Thanks again for being on this segment of Home Care Heroes, and uh, we wish you all the luck, and we'll we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for joining
1: us today on the Home Care Heroes podcast. Home Care Heroes is produced by Ancota, the software for the heroes of home care. You can listen to back episodes by visiting 4homecareheroes.com. That's the number four, then the words homecareheroes.com.